Hey mamas, it's Cindy and Emily and welcome to Imperfect Mom's Guide. This podcast is far from kid friendly, so grab some earphones for you or for them. We talk all things from mental health struggles, parenting fails, and the occasional shaving of buttholes. Buckle up and get ready for the shit show. And let's get ready to talk shit, eat cake, and tell judgmental moms to mind their own motherhood. Hey, mamas. Thanks for joining us. I have my lovely sister-in-law here, Ashley. We're so Hello. excited to have you. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm so excited. Emily um, was hacking up a lung, so she couldn't be on this one. And I, of course, waited till last minute to remind her that we had to record <laughs> today. So... I was uh, scrambling to find somebody to join me, and Ashley, being her lovely self, was like, I'll do it, of course. (laughs) So, here we are. I'm so excited. I wanted to start with, Jesus, I can't talk today, (laughs) telling you about what happened today. So, two different things happened to me today. First thing was my dogs got out of their fence today because they're little turds. (laughs) And my kids wanted to, it has nothing really to do with the dogs, but kind of a little bit to do with the dogs. The kids wanted to jump on the trampoline before it got too dark. The little kids did. So I took them outside we jumped on the trampoline and I was whistling for the dogs, trying to get them to come back and everything. And I'm sitting there on the trampoline. I've been jumping on the trampoline, whatever. I sit down, the kids are still jumping and I sneeze and I piss my pants. (laughs) This is the first time I peed my pants in what seems like forever. And it wasn't even from jumping on the trampoline. It was from from sneezing. sneezing. Yeah. Yeah. That's motherhood, though, (laughs) I think. And I was like, (laughs) damn it. And Harper's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I just peed my pants. (laughs) That's my freaking line. The second thing that happened to me today, we're inside, just got inside. Or I guess we had been inside for a little bit. We had already had dinner. I was sitting on the couch and my child, the youngest one, Hazel, decides that she wants to pile drive herself back up in my coochie. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and I was like, what are home. you doing? She, she was <laughs> trying. I was like, what is wrong with you? stop it and then she saw Daniel petting the cat and she was like oh now now I don't want to do that anymore like I want to go pet the cat yeah (laughs) I was like child I don't want you back up in there it was hard enough to get you out I do not want to put you back in it must have been a kid thing today because Amber was really wanting to be on top of me too like anytime I'd sit down to nurse Robert she would um try to like in the chair with me I'm trying to like hold on to things to get him positioned and she's wanting to latch onto my arm I'm like Amber you can't like I need my arm and she's like I I want to go on a mommy day I just want to be with you I'm like you're with me all day every day I don't know how much <laughs> with me you could be <laughs> all day long yeah that full moon was really coming into play today oh is that what that was I didn't realize yeah. I, had a full moon. I, I don't pay. I try to pay attention See, to that stuff, but now that I don't work in the, the nursing only home. only reason why I knew it was a full moon is because we were outside jumping on the trampoline. Harper's like, mom, look at the moon. I was like, oh, that's why you guys have been, have been little assholes today. That makes sense. That does make a lot of sense. Okay. I was wondering what was going on because both the girls were having attitude issues the last couple of days, like more so than normal. So yeah. 
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Harper's been like super extra whiny and uh, my brain is not handling it well. I'm like, child, yeah. I need five minutes away from you because I'm about to lose it. And I'm really trying not to lose it today. <sighs> yeah, that's the Amber. And she's been uh, been doing this whole thing now where she points at me and she tells me what's what's going to happen. And I'm like, oh, dude, you're four. Like you it doesn't work that way. Like you don't get to tell mommy what to do. And then Carly has just been very much like exaggeratory. Like she she'll get mad at me about something. And it's like, well, fine, I'm not gonna sleep then. Like, well, you're gonna be awfully tired tomorrow. You're just gonna be tired. Somehow that means I want her to die. Because if she, you know, <laughs> we don't sleep, then you're gonna be then you're gonna die. I'm like, I that's not what I said. <laughs> that's not what I said at all. I said you're gonna be tired tomorrow, but okay. Um, but you know, she's they're yeah. extra, so extra. Yep. Well, we're, we're going through the whole puberty thing with Carly. So we're the attitude changes and all that fun stuff. Like we haven't, we haven't gone through all of it yet. Thank goodness. Cause she's only 10, but definitely, um, yep. definitely attitude. <laughs> yep. I feel that. I guess we should get into how many kids you have and what their ages are. Okay. So I and have a little to- bit about your situation. Okay. Yeah. So I am married to Cindy's brother, Michael, and we've been together, married for 10 years together, 13. We have three kids. Carly is 10. She's our oldest. And then Amber, um, she is our, our middle. Um, and what we thought was going to be our last after, um, we had her, we got my tubes tied because it took us a while to have her. And I'd said, if I wasn't pregnant by the time I was 30, we weren't having any more. And a month before my 30th birthday, we found out we were pregnant. So when I had her, we got my tubes tied. And that was in 2018. Fast forward to about a year ago. And there was a lot of stuff going on in my family. And I just was really like upset and really tired and really emotional. And I thought that it was because of all the drama and all of the issues going on. Um, And no, it was because I was in first trimester of pregnancy and which was really confusing, you know, because my twos were supposed to have been tied. But yeah, so in October, we had a beautiful little boy. His name is Robert. And um, I originally had the the Filshy clips done, which are like a titanium clip that are supposed to go over your fallopian tubes and like clamp them like, you know, if you band a bowl kind of like how mm-hmm. compression and it cuts it off. Well, I was supposed to do the same thing. Only one of the clips was not attached to one of my fallopian tubes and the other clip was attached, but it was not uh, attached all the way through. So mm, they failed. And after so, four years. After four years. Yeah. But <sighs> funny story about that is I had, I had told Carly, like, I'm not having any more babies. It's just not going to happen. And she said, well, you will. God wants you to have another baby. I'm like, you know what? You're right. I will. So what did that shit little do? Or little shit do? Starts praying for a brother. And behold, <laughs> here's Robert. But my my tubes are now completely gone. Like gone, gone. Like burned, removed. There's nothing <clears throat> there anymore. So, so if a baby comes, you're gonna be on the on the news. If, if a baby comes, I'm suing somebody this time. <laughs> And mine tend to space themselves out like five years apart. I do not want to be 40 and pregnant. No, thank you. Like mm-hmm. 35 and pregnant was hard enough. I don't want to be 40 and pregnant. No, no. I, I can't say that I blame you. <laughs> I'm, I'm content with, with my, my, my little three. 
there. We're good. I'm good. <laughs> yes. What was supposed to be two is now three, and it was a big blessing. So. Yep. Yep. And you his, got your boy. I love my boy. He's so squishy and he's so, he's so much different than the girls. Like they were very much like dramatic from the beginning. You know, they'd fuss all the time and Robert only cries. Like if he needs change or if he's hungry, if he's tired, like that's it. Other than that, he'll sit in a swing and he, he's getting to now where like he'll reach out and grab at stuff. So in his little swing, he has a, like a little arch with some little toys and he'll reach out and try and grab at those and, um, he has a little thing. He lays it on the floor and he'll play with his little toys in there. So it's neat to see his little brain developing. And, uh, he just rolled over for the first time today. Oh. He's, he's been trying for a while where he's will lay on his back and he gets himself kind of sideways and tries to get rolled over and can't quite get it. But today he managed to get himself rolled over. And as soon as he realized he was on his belly, he was pissed. <laughs> he started <laughs> screaming. He was not happy. But I got Aww. it recorded, so I was able to show Mike so he could see it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's so exciting. Oh, my goodness. I thought that your story was, like, very, very interesting. And I know that you're, like, it does happen to people. But yeah. the amount of people that you know that it happens to is zero. And I can oh. officially say that I am one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you you hear about oh well you know this some tubals failed you know it's like ninety nine 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 whatever percent but nobody thinks they're gonna be like that one that, that yep. percent that gets pregnant after you know after they think especially they think they're tubes tied and after four years of of not doing anything to prevent anything because I'm not supposed to get pregnant so who cares <laughs> right well, yeah. And I met so many different people throughout my pregnancy that had their tubules fail, especially women that had the fill shake clips because they're not, they, they have the highest failure rate, um, out of all of the tubal type things. There's actually a class action lawsuit against the company that creates them, um, because they, uh, are coming undone and migrating within women's bodies and getting attached to other organs. Like there was a lady who had to have her appendix removed because it floated up and got lodged in her, her, uh, her appendix and it got infected and wow. they had to remove it. So I'm real. That's one thing that I asked when they tied my tubes this time, I'm like, I, can you find them? Do we know where they're at? Um, mm-hmm. I actually have them in a, both of them in a little specimen jar in my medicine cabinet because the doctor gave it to me. So, but yeah, this is definitely, um, definitely a big surprise. Both yeah. of them, well, all three of them were because Mike had been in the hospital was when he got diagnosed with Crohn's. He'd been in the hospital for a week and it was that next week that we got pregnant with Carly and we had just gotten engaged in January and February, we moved the beginning of January and got engaged in February is when he, we found out, you know, that he got, had Crohn's and then got pregnant and Amber with Amber, um, I was having gallbladder issues and we had went to a friend's house and I was in so much pain. And she goes, if you don't go, I'm just going to put on a fake beard or pretend to be your husband and take you to the ER myself. So we get there and they ask, you know, well, could you be pregnant? I'm like, well, yeah, there's a possibility that I could be pregnant, but I'm not here for that. I'm here for my gallbladder. So they tested right. me and then, yeah, lo and behold, we were pregnant. And then Robert, that was 
you know. Hey. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I'm going, I don't know when I had my period last. I don't, I know I haven't had one yet in February. And I don't know if I had one in January. I'm just going to test for shits and giggles. Well, <laughs> shits and giggles. Just- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So all the little turkeys were big surprises, but they're very much loved. Yes, for sure. For sure. <laughs> So I did add something to the itinerary that I didn't send you. And what is it like starting over? Like, cause you know, Amber was four or she was three or four. She was four whenever Robert was born. Right. Uh So out of diapers, kind of really like self-sufficient. Yeah. I have never been in that situation because both of my kids were still wearing diapers. Like when I had Hazel, Harper was still in diapers and it was like a transition out of that. So I've never had that experience of starting over. Well, each kid has been that way because there's five and a half years between Amber and Carly. And that was, I mean, that was nuts. We had her right before Carly graduated kindergarten. So it, it was weird to, and I had that like, she was born in May that fall. We had, uh, before I found out I was pregnant, had like a garage sale and I had gotten rid of all my clothes because I figured it's close enough to my birthday. I'm not pregnant. We're not having any more kids. Like it's just going to be right. But then we had to start over and get all of the things all over again. And starting over with Amber was when I had Amber was rough because I had postpartum depression. So that added into everything that, and I had her in the middle of 2018 and the end of 2019 when the pandemic started. And so it, it was, it was, it was rough. Um, I think mostly because of dealing with the postpartum depression, I don't think it was Amber itself, Amber and herself that made and like right. the, the age gap. But with Robert, I was really concerned about a, cause I had, you know, I, yeah, I worked in nursing homes. So like I had dealt with taking care of men, but like, I never ever changed a, a boy baby's diaper or like been around boy babies very much. So I didn't really like know what I was getting into. I didn't, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, I messaged my friend who she has three sons and they're all like, when, when the twins were born, she would have had three under two. So they're really wow. close in age. And so I messaged her and I'm like, um, I need boy mom advice because I don't know what I'm getting myself into. And I was nervous about the transition going from you know just two girls to having Robert but it really hasn't been it hasn't been that bad like he fits right in with with things and I mean the only real difference is my sleep's messed up more than what it was before and I have to remember to like I you know obviously have to bring him makes me getting out the door a little bit more difficult because I have to remember the diaper bag and all that junk but I mean, it really isn't that big of a deal. Like it's not the guy, like I said, I didn't know what to expect going into it, but it's been a lot easier of a transition than what I thought it was. And I I think it it does help that your kids, and again, I haven't been in the situation, but your kids, like your older two are older. So they can kind of do stuff for themselves. I think the hardest time that I had wasn't from Hadley to Harper. It was, and we only had Hadley 50, 50 at that yeah. time. So it was, it was a little easier to do it then versus when we had Hazel. And it's crazy because I had super bad postpartum with Harper, like crazy bad postpartum. Um, and I didn't have any with Hazel. 
Yeah. Like I had baby blues, which was normal, but like looking back, like I didn't have anything with Hazel anywhere close to what I had with Harper, but the transition from two to three, at least in my household was so hard. But I think the reason that it was also so hard was because we went from having one half the time and one full time, like, you know, to having three full time kids. Yeah, that might be too. So like, the transition was going from like, we really only had Harper full time because Hadley would be at her mom's half the time to going to having three kids all of the time. And like the, cra- and I was th- even thinking about it today. Like the crazy thing is, is that my older two fight like crazy. There is a, I'm trying to calculate my head. It's not working. There's a four to five year age difference in between the two. It like cuts off through half the year and they fight like cats and dogs. It is ridiculous. But the two of them love Hazel. Don't fight with Hazel. I mean, occasionally Hazel will just be an asshole for fun (laughs) and like throw stuff at them or whatever. But like they don't fight with Hazel at all. But with each other, it's like they want to wring each other's throats. And I'm like, will you two just pretend like you guys are only sub- like the only children here and like pretend yep. that you don't have siblings today? Because like I'm done. <laughs> it's like, don't look yep. at each other. Don't even think about each other. Pretend that you don't even know somebody with the same name. Yep. I'm like, they, they have separate rooms for right now. And when they get going at each other really bad, I'm like, nope, go to your rooms. Go. Yep. Like you're not in trouble. Like, I'm not sending into your room because you're in trouble, but you're trying to kill each other. And I have had enough of it. So space, you're getting time mm-hmm. out from each other. Go. <laughs> yep. Get out of my face because I'm about to lose it. You don't want to see me lose it. Yep. That's what I always tell my kids. Like, I, I don't even want to see you guys right now. Go. Yeah. Go. In. I don't care what you do. Just don't be in my line of sight because I'm going to yep. lose it on you. So, Ashley, how do you make mommy friends? Because I know that you homeschool your kids Mm -hmm. and you do like you guys live on a decent amount of acreage and stuff like that. And I know that your kids are in different things. How do you make mom friends? Um, The most recent mom friends I've made. Um, have been through a homeschool group. When we decided we were going to homeschool, um, I looked up different groups in the area, found one in our county, um, and they meet up uh, it, when it's nice out, they haven't met up over the winter time, but, uh, when it's nice out, like in the spring, they meet at a park in the summer, they meet at a beach in the fall, they meet at a park. And so, yeah, the most, most recent mom friends I've made have been through that group. And it was, a, it was our kids instantly clicked. Um, and it was kind of like, uh, it was nerve wracking for me because I've been, kind of isolated for a long time because I've been stay-at-home mom now for four years well Amber was she was eight months old so yeah like four and a half years because she's almost five um so for four and a half years I've been home and then you know so we had the the beginning of her being young and then the pandemic hit and we didn't go Mm -hmm. anywhere and so it was like going out of my comfort zone to like be like hi our kids like each other like friends maybe um, and it just so happened that the, the one lady, her name is Cassandra. She and I hit it off. We have a lot in common. We both are interested in homesteading and chickens and like baking and living off the land and all that good stuff. And she has a kids, she has two older kids and a younger kid. 
and the two older ones are like the same age as Carly and the younger ones, the same age as Amber. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's just, that's been, I don't know, the biggest way that I've made new mom friends here recently that, and um, just putting myself out there. I go to a mom's group once a month. It's called women's connection. It's at one of the local churches that um, my girls go to Awana at and or well kids club, but it was Awana. Um, but so I go to that once a month and they just recently had like a women's night out and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go, I'm going to be out of my house and go put myself out there a little bit. And it makes me nervous, but just kind of reminding myself, you know, that I'm not just mom, I'm Ashley too. And Ashley Mm -hmm. deserves to not like, I used to be a huge social butterfly when I was in high school, I was involved in everything. And when I was younger, I was involved in everything. And then I had kids and then my life went kids and like, I didn't have any friends. And, you know, I'm at a point now where like, I'm, you know, I'm 35. I have to, I have to not live in a bubble anymore. I have to have some sense of community, especially with homeschooling because it can be kind of isolating. So remember reminding myself that I'm more than just mom, <laughs> you know, that I, and that's, that is such a hard transition. I just started that the beginning of 2022 is I am Cindy. I, I am a mother, but I am not just mom. Yeah. That is the hardest transition that I have went through because like, yeah, I did have friends, but like, who was I, if I wasn't a mom, like I, I still am having issues, like finding stuff that I like to do. Like, what are my hobbies? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Like I have stuff that I like to do, but like, I don't think, I don't know what my hobbies are. Like, I don't think I have any. So like finding yourself and like figuring out, like I I deserve to go and do something by myself and like not have my kids. And that's a huge thing. And I, well, I see a lot of young moms who are like, but I'm a mom. Like I shouldn't go out. And it's like, but you should, you should, because I mean, you're not just a mom. Yeah. I mean, you don't necessarily have to like go out to a club and like, I mean, you know, you can, you can go have a coffee date or like you can go to, I don't I don't, we just, the, the friends that I have, we just get together at each other's houses and the kids run off and disappear yeah. and we drink coffee and like hang out. You know, we don't have to have to do anything like big and fancy, but it it is nice to, it's nice to have those times where you are you rather than just mom, you know, mom, wife, something that, right, right. I think something that I'm trying to start doing this year is going to be Uh, we do hang out with our friends and like our kids are around and everything. But I think that I like, although I do love doing that and like, I'm still going to continue doing that. I also think that for my sanity and just for me as a person, you know, one of these days, my kids aren't going to be at home all the time. Absolutely. And so I think like going out on a Saturday and going to the farmer's market with a friend or going and having a cup of coffee on a weekend or going to get my nails done or my hair done. Like, I don't think that that's a bad idea for me to start doing. I don't have to do it every day. I don't have to do it every week. I don't even have to do it every month, but I think that it needs to be for me something that I do before I keep just losing myself. And whatever I've got going on, I think that for my mental health, like 
I'm on medicine now. And so it's getting better, but I'm, I'm still struggling sometimes. Yeah. And so getting out and doing something and I love my kids. Like, I don't want it to, it kind of does sound bad because I do love my kids and I do love being around them. However, there are times that I need to be away from them. And I don't think that it's bad. No. And I feel the same way. It's I, I struggle with, with mom guilt and feeling selfish Mm -hmm. when I do those things. But Mike, Mike works a lot. He is the maintenance supervisor at, I believe it is the biggest rendering facility of his type in the country. So he works a lot. Um, and he doesn't always get days off. So that means I don't always get time away. Um, right. So it's trying to find, you know, around, around schedules to be able to, for me anyway, to be able to find time to do those things. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, it's nice to be able, when you get the chance to go out by yourself and you have to remember too, like your, your mental health is important. And if those getting those getting out and making you a priority, like you can't pour from an empty cup. If your cup is empty, it's not going to do any good. Yep. I think the thing that I'm like going to start doing is we have a, and like, it's really cool. I can also bring my kids in. So that will be helpful. Thankfully, you know, Daniel's at home, so I won't have to ever, but like, if I ever needed to, for any reason, like kids are allowed to come, but we have these girls. I I don't, I don't know exactly what it is. Okay. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I don't. However, it is essentially what it is, is it's a workout group. Okay. Where they get together, they do like workout dances almost. Like they're probably gonna listen to this and be like, Cindy, that is not what we do at all. <laughs> let me get on here and let me tell you what we do. And that's totally fine. Like if they want to get on here, absolutely. But um what they do is they you know they exercise and you know, kids are able to come. It's a community, it's wonderful. Like I've been talking about wanting to exercise. I think that getting out there and exercising and like putting myself out there and being in a community of something like that, where it's super positive, I think will also help my mental stuff going on, like being out there, you know, doing all that stuff. So they usually meet on Mondays in town. And so I'm going to start trying to go on Mondays after I get off work, but I'm just going to see how it goes. Cause I hate yeah. like saying that I'm going to do it. And then something comes up and I don't go. Cause that's me. That's 1000% me. And I've got to do better at that. <laughs> I, I'm the same way. The exercise in itself will help with mental health. Mm-hmm. And I, I have an elliptical that sat in our barn. I do too. In here. And so we moved in here. It's, it's been in, in the barn since August of 2021 when we moved in. Cause we've yeah, been here a year and a half. And, um, they keep talking to Mike about bringing it in, but the exercise will help with mental health as well as just being a part of that group of people. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. And there for a while I was, I mean, it's been a little, it's been a couple of years ago, but I was going to cardio drumming and that was a blast to do. And it's, it'd be nice to be able to find something like that around here that I could go to that doesn't interfere with everything else because we'll now have, you know, we have, history club now Mondays Carly's signed up for a history club and so history club on Mondays and Awana on Wednesdays and what's on Thursdays Girl Scouts when we go and so it's trying to find one that works with our schedule I know there's one that 
meets in the morning some over at one of the local churches, but I don't know if it's kid friendly. And it's right. at like eight o'clock in the morning and I'm not like I would rather not have to be somewhere with three kids at nine o'clock in the morning if I don't have to. <laughs> don't blame you one bit. No. Oh, yes, I completely understand. Getting kids, we have basketball. Hadley does basketball. And getting my kids out of the house so early in the morning to go to those games on Saturdays. Yeah. Takes like it trying, right out of me. It's like trying to herd cats. You know, yes. they just, they're all kind of doing their, it's like, shoes. Why don't you have your shoes on? Get your freaking shoes on. It's, yeah. I. Yep. <laughs> yep. What yep. are you doing? Why are you just standing there looking at me? <laughs> Who is crying? Why are you crying now? <laughs> yep. Out the okay. door. Out the door. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I completely understand. Hey loves, I'm just jumping on here really fast to let you know that if you're not part of our Facebook group, you need to be. We do lives every Friday and talk to you guys. We do giveaways once a month and we do a lot of interaction with our podcast listeners. So if you want some sneak peeks, if you're looking for some hilarious things or just a group to just drive with and have a really good time with, I suggest you jump over to Facebook really fast and look up Imperfect Mom's Guide official group and go ahead and join us. We'll see you there. Talking about like getting my mental health better, there are some things that I'm like actively wanting to change in my life. Am I doing anything to change those things right now? No. I'd be lying if I said I was actively doing a damn thing other than sitting in my bed talking to you. <laughs> and that's probably what I'm going to do the rest of the night too. I always have these like things going on in my brain. Like I feel like my brain has 7,000 sticky notes and the most important one gets dropped on the floor and somebody picks it up and throws it away and I forget about it. Yep. I always have like these things going on to where like, oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, I'm going to do that. And it's like, then I'm like, oh man, do I really want to do that? That seems like a (laughs) lot of work. You're pretty lazy. Are you sure that you want to do that? Yeah, But there are some things like, I don't know that I'd necessarily say they are goals, but there are some things that I want to do this year to kind of help me be better and hopefully like help my mental health and all of that kind of stuff. So the first thing is like keeping a clean house. I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it. I hate the dishes. I hate the laundry. Daniel does pretty good about backing me up with the dishes but he also hates the laundry so we have a shit ton of clean clothes on the floor <laughs> and a shit ton of dirty clothes in the laundry room so like doing laundry I'll get caught up on it everything will look great and then next week it's like I never even did a damn thing yep it's it's definitely it definitely is a struggle and that's something like that I I found too that visual clutter drives me nuts it, mm-hmm. I, I also I have ADHD And so I have to figure out things, ways to like make cleaning work in my house. And one thing that I found is getting rid of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. If I, if I, the less things that I have, the less inventory that my brain has to keep track of, the less things I have to keep clean, the less things I just, I don't have to worry about it and getting rid of things that we don't use, that we don't need. And I've kind of, kind of gotten a, a little bit of a routine. It's just taken a long time. I start, usually I'll start on one end of the house and work my way down, but I put, I'll turn on all the lights in the house. And when I'm done with the room, 
I shut the light off and then I'm done and I'll move to the next room. I will, if I'm in, say I'm in the kitchen and there's something that goes in the bedroom, I'll just put it in here and I'll walk away. I'll take care of it when I get to this room, because if I try to come in here, say if I take something from the kitchen to the bathroom and go to put it away, then I'll see the kit, the counter is dirty and then I'll wipe down the counter and then I have to take care of the rags. So then I go to the laundry and then there's clothes in the washer and clothes in the dryer. Then I sit down to fold the clothes. Then the floor is dirty. I see. So then I get up to mop and then nothing. It's done. Yep. So. 10 million half things that are done. Absolutely. Yep. 1000%. I feel that. <laughs> Yep. And Carly's old enough now too that she has started Carly Carly helps with like she can do her own laundry. So nice. I don't make her do her own laundry, but she can. She she'll help me bring it out. Amber will help with the laundry. Amber helps unload the dishwasher. So trying to find where I can work them those things into what they're learning too, because someday they're gonna be on their own and they're gonna need to know how to do this stuff anyway. So using them to my advantage while also teaching them. So yeah. That's nice. If I think I need to implement that more of getting my kids to like do stuff that they haven't done yet. I have to work on myself. And one thing that I have to let go of is trying to be in control. I am so bad about it. I it's something that I've got to like slowly but surely let go of. Yeah. Um, I think that, that stems a lot from not being in control when I was a kid. So, you know, having that control of all of the things that are going on, like I've, I've got to let the reins loose a little bit and be like, yeah. okay, it's not going to be done perfect, but at least they're learning how to do it. And I think that's something that I can definitely start like this summer when my kids are home full time. I yeah. don't think that'll be something that I'll be able to start at least before spring because they're already about to make me lose their mind. And as soon as <laughs> spring hits, I'm sending the asses outside. Go yep. outside, go play, go find something to do. Get out of this house because I'm losing my mind. And the sickness that just keeps coming back and back <sighs> and back. I'm over it. Me too. I'm just, I'm ready to, for it to be done. I'm ready for illness. But we haven't really, like up here, we haven't really had super cold weather. Like we usually do. We usually have really cold mm-hmm. weather. We have a lot of snow. We've had one stint at Christmas where it was like below zero wind chill. And we got a bunch of snow. And then we just recently got a bunch of snow. Other than that, it's been rainy, which is super weird for Michigan. Like, at least we're, I mean, I mean, I don't know how it is for the rest of the state, but I'm down like by the tri-state area. So down where I'm at in Michigan, we haven't gotten hardly any snow, but we've gotten a lot of rain. So it's just been very muddy and mucky and gross. (laughs) What is making us so sick is that it's super cold. Then it gets warm. Yep. And then it goes back to being super cold. And it's like, will you stop it, please? Either be spring or be winter. Don't be both the same week. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I completely agree. I didn't realize that it was bipolar weather down there as it is up here. It's going back and forth. It's ridiculous. I'm so over it. I'm like, pick one, pick one, pick one, pick one. Yep. I'm done. The warm weather is a tease for me because I'm like, I have gardening planning to do. Like, I our last frost date isn't until like the 9th of May. So I still have months before I can really plant. I mean, there's some stuff that I can plant before the last frost date, but majority of the stuff that I'm planting, I have to wait till afterwards. So it's like, mm-hmm. but just pick a season, pick one, just pick yep. it and stay that one for a while. 
And uh, on Groundhog Day, I know that Puxitani Phil saw his shadow. So we're supposed to have six more weeks of winter. But apparently, Michigan has their own groundhog whose name is like Will or something like that. And he didn't see his shadow. So apparently, we're supposed oh. to have it. Who knows? <laughs> right, right. Who knows? I was telling Daniel the other day, I'm like, you know, we have the weirdest freaking uh, holidays ever, like traditions, the weirdest ones. Oh, really? The Groundhog's Day. Oh, yeah. It's Groundhog's Day. Like, we're letting a groundhog tell us whether we got six weeks of winter or not. <laughs> Strange, but okay, you know, I'm down for it. Whatever. If it tells me that we're going to have spring, cool. Yep. It's fine. I am so ready. I'm so ready. For- just got a message from Hadley's basketball coach. They're just now leaving a town that's an hour away. Oh, so- wow. She's going to be home just a little late tonight, but she's going to be ready for bed. And she's usually not too bad to get up in the morning. She has an attitude every morning, but it's whether she gets 10 hours of sleep or four hours of sleep. It doesn't matter. Like just always an attitude. She's at that stage. And I'm like, child, just get ready for school and please get on the bus. I'm done. (laughs) That's one thing about homeschooling is that we don't have, like we don't get up and like six o'clock or seven o'clock in the morning. Like, We'll get up and get meandering around. Usually by 8.30, we're all awake. And then we got to get dressed. And then, I mean, with, with Amber doing preschool, it's it's not. We don't do anything super formal. But with Carly, it's, okay, breakfast is on your dress. Go ahead and start on your history. Or go ahead and start on your language arts. Or, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty, pretty laid back. A lot less, more rigorous than when she was in regular, like, public school. Right. I read something the other day and I don't know that it's accurate, but it was like, you know, in a school setting in like a public school or a private school, you're expecting a child to sit there for eight hours a day and learn something to where if they're homeschooled, like what your kid is learning in eight hours can be learned, learned in three hours at home. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like that's so crazy. If Carly sits down and buckles down and we do all of her assignments because she does history, she does, she has a history course, a language arts course. And that also includes um, when we do everything that's uh, dictation and spelling and grammar and geography, and then her English lesson, um, like the actual the lesson itself. And then her math, um, there's four parts to her math lesson. And she, and she has mental math workbook that she has to do a page in and then she has handwriting and what's the other one I have her do uh, I've got her creative writing worksheet or creative writing workbook so we go through that and then so when we do that she can have it all done in like four hours and then yeah then you know if she gets on it first thing in the morning then and then does her chores she's done with all of her stuff by like one o'clock right then, that's then like the rest so of the crazy day, yeah, it's it's a lot. It takes a lot less time homeschooling. Um, part of it, I think, is is because you're not trying to corral twenty students to listen to you. Right. You know, her history is she reads uh, a blurb about something and then she takes a self test on that, and then I grade the self test to make sure she retained it. So she does three of those, and then she'll do like uh, like a bigger a bigger test about the whole three. So and then she'll do like an independent project to kind of help reinforce that. So. It's you have 
not as many kids at once that you're trying to corral and get them to focus. And then this one has to go to the bathroom. So you have to stop the lesson. This has to, you know, and and her stuff is all self-led and she's a very fast reader. It really doesn't take her long at all to do it. Um, And you can teach it in different ways. You know, it's not like, and and you can do lunch when you want to do lunch and recess when you want to do recess. It's, It's not as, I mean, I know there are some people who structure, you wake up at this time, you have this lesson for this amount of time, mm-hmm. this one, you don't have a, a structured schedule like public schools do, but for us, we don't, but it doesn't, it doesn't take nowhere near as long to, to right. do the lesson. And there's, I, I know other families at homeschool and it's the same way with them. Like it just, it doesn't take eight hours to teach them everything that, that we teach them right. at home. I've, I've definitely thought about it. I have really, really considered it. I think for right now, at least until Harper learns how to read, I don't think I can homeschool my kids. Patience is not a virtue that I have. I am uh, just not skilled with it. My patience is very thin. (laughs) It's definitely an exercise in patience. It's definitely yeah. an exercise in patience. It's that's where having the age gap does help because all of Carly's stuff, she's in fifth grade, but she's doing sixth grade language arts too. So she's she's ahead there, but all of her stuff is self-led. So unless she needs to sign on the computer for something, or like if I have to read her assignments or her her dictation, I have to read her the sentences and she has to write them out. Um, other than that, she can do school on her own. So that doesn't require a lot of attention from me me and amber her lessons like they don't take very long at all if we do a right. solid lesson, you know might be like hey guess what today we're gonna watch a couple uh, episodes of alpha blocks and talk about letters because i mean she's only four so it's right. not like it's sitting it's you know she's in like pre-preschool so it's just with her it's half an hour even if we were set down to do a structured time I mean, and I know that there there's perks to public school too. The only reason that we're not public schooling right now is because when we moved the school that Carly was in, we were having a lot of issues with, um, mm-hmm. and instead of addressing the issues, they, Carly was basically, she was essentially being punished instead of them addressing the issues, like, because there was a lot of behavioral issues in her class. They would just remove Carly from the classroom. Well, instead of telling everybody, quit being little assholes and addressing that, you're just going to remove my kid. And then she feels like she did something wrong. And yeah. a lot of the other schools in the area have similar issues. So it's like, okay, I guess we're going to homeschool. But I mean, I think that there's definitely perks to public school too. Because you get a break yeah. from your kids every day. <laughs> right. I miss right. That. that. That part I miss. I miss being able to go, okay, bye. Have a good day. Bye. Take a yeah. nap. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. I get it. I definitely get it. Well, I just want to kind of add in here that for our listeners and our supporters, don't forget, if you're not in our Facebook group, go ahead and get on in there because we talk about a lot of fun stuff. Um, Ashley's in that group. There are a lot of moms in there that ask a lot of questions and you'll be able to help another mom out. It is a supportive, completely um, judgment-free zone for all mamas and all non-mamas too. Like come join us. Even if you aren't a mom, we love having you in there. One day you might be a mom. You might understand our struggle even not being a mom. So just go ahead, jump in there. We love to see all of your beautiful faces. 
We also want to let you guys know that we have a Buy Me a Coffee account. It is a account where our supporters can help us monetarily. <laughs> I cannot speak today. And that will just really help us out. We're planning on being able to meet up sometime this summer. So, you know, some of the proceeds will go to that. Some of the proceeds will go to other goals that we have. We're also going to start posting in there about some fun things that we have planned and some of the merch that we have planned and that we're super excited for. And essentially what this Buy Me a Coffee account is, is you can either pur- purchase a membership. There are three different tier memberships. It is a price for a certain amount a month and you get different perks in those memberships or you can just if you don't want to buy a membership you can just buy us a coffee and donate however much money you want what this will do for us will change our lives and so we appreciate every single one of you who donate and we appreciate you every single one of you who don't and you just listen to us every week because We wouldn't be here without you. But with all of that being said, Ashley, thank you so much for joining me. I love seeing your beautiful face. (laughs) I was so excited to talk to you tonight. We haven't actually had like a sit down talk in forever. In a long time, yes. So, and I guess it's my turn to come up there next. So I'm going to have to figure (laughs) that out. (laughs) Maybe you can tag team with Emily. You guys can write together or something. Perfect. Perfect. So although we didn't get to all of the things that we had planned to get to today, I really enjoyed talking to you. What we talked about was amazing. And I think that it will help every single one of our mamas out there who are dealing with something because, you know, we're all a little bit crazy. It is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, mamas, I hope you have a wonderful day, night, depending on what time you listen to this, because they do release at five o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to be up at that time, but sorry about you. (laughs) Have a good night. Bye, mamas. Bye, guys.